haven't, but I heard it was. But everyone who saw it, it said it was really good. Though it's not. It's not. No, a guilty, not, not really. I'm not good, even saying guilty like, pleasure. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. It's it does everything it needs to do for a movie titled "Dude, Where's My Car?" and it moves like that. I think it's because it's 90 minutes, maybe even 89 minutes, and it hmm. there's a beat after beat after beat, and you get to the point where they get to that part. Dude, where's my car? is a one-minute scene of them going, dude, where's your car? I don't know, dude, where's my car? That's a minute. And the whole time you're like, ugh, I can't believe I'm watching this. And it gets funnier because they just keep saying it. And they cut to their POV looking up and down the street, cut to them, cut to their POV. And you're like, all right, you did it. You figured it out. And it worked really well. Wow. But yeah, I can imagine. Um, uh, this is post-apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Uh, I could picture you being in film school going, that guy sold it, but he's a sellout. You know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you also, talking about Dude, Where's My Car? You also, uh, in film school, everything is about, okay, how do I make this? How much does it take to make? Um, how do I get it out there? What are people doing in in the quote-unquote industry? Yeah. How, you know, how can I, you know, ascend to be where they are? Yeah. And so you figure, Dude, Where's My Car? So for mid-six figures... Which you, is crazy. You, Who was buying that? Right, strip? exactly. <laughs> Which you go, you could make that, and it may have been made for that. You can make that whole movie for yeah. that. Like, why would you pay that much for the script when no one else at that time was paying that much for scripts? And the script that you go out on limb on, this the first script that sells for mid six is "Dude, Was My Car." It's not like, oh. This new Star Wars and Star yeah. Wars, the new whatever yeah. action thriller sold for that. It's like a movie that could be made for that much. So, you know, there's someone bought the script for that much. Yeah. It's almost like you could probably get the writer, to, you know, to agree to like, you know, 70K, yeah. you know, as opposed to 500. Unless the agent was just like crazy, you know. Yeah. Unless it was a like Ron Howard. Hey, I wrote this funny script. Well, that's Ron Howard. Yeah. I don't... You want to be in business with him? Yeah. Eh, kick him 500K, I guess. Also, I was thinking, like, a movie like that, you look at it, and you say, like, you enjoyed it. Yeah. You realize how well done it is. I think that there are a lot of scripts like that today. When I say scripts like that, I mean, like, try, try to get a premise, what a simple premise or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just not not as well done it's just it just goes to show you you know you still have to execute this stuff you know um not that the script wasn't wasn't good you know but it's just you know in different hands you know that simple thing could take over and go oh well it's just simple let's just make it simple but you know you just take that simple premise which is genius and you go okay we're gonna make a whole movie out of it we're gonna make it entertaining and try to do it that way. And that's how you make a, a quote-unquote low-budget movie, you know. And it feels like, too, that's the title you put on the script so someone reads it. Like, if that script came across, dude, where's my car? All right, I'll, I'll read the first five pages. Like, if it, that that's comes true. across your desk, like, all right, we're definitely changing the title. It's not going to be called this. <laughs> but, you know, it's that whole famous uh, Snakes on the Plane. Mm-hmm. The whole reason Sam Jackson did it was called because it was called Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. And they were going to change the title. He's like, no, I'll leave. I'm like, okay, Snakes on a Plane. But like that I get. If I'm reading the Snakes on a Plane, I need to know why there are snakes on a plane. Right, right. It, yeah, I mean, it's true. It's like it got us talking about, yeah. dude, where's my car? Like for the whole semester or whatever it was. It just, 
you know, I don't know, just talk about people selling scripts and getting houses out here. Yeah. And 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 in LA there's a bunch of I feel like there's a bunch of people who maybe have those houses, you know, in the hills or, mm. or whatever and they literally do either nothing or you don't know what they do yeah. and you're like how like as you're talking to them you're thinking in your mind the back of your mind like how do you how do you have this life yeah. and it's like I, I just don't know yeah and i just looked up the philip stark who uh, wrote dude where's my car mm-hmm. uh he started off as a staff writer south park he did that and then that's probably why south park was such a huge thing so right but once again he's not matt or trey so it was kind of like, hey, the guy from South Park wrote a script. I'll read it. Yeah. Still didn't mean it was going to be, you know, good. They read it, you know. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think to get into that, and I think it's a really small writer's room. I think to get into the writer's room, South Park, it's like everyone handpicks their writers. But it's like, it's really difficult to get in there. Um, so I'm sure he was he was good. Yeah. And like you said, so South Park, so he was hot. So you know how it's like, oh, so-and-so writes for South Park. Great. Get him in here. Yeah. He could just be like, you know, the writer's assistant who got a bump or something. Yeah. But it's like. He got his name on one script. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden. Oh, he was South Park. Then bring him in here. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And then dude was my car all right we'll read it and then you go oh okay it's actually you know it's actually i hope that was the thing he was like no please change the title no we want the title oh i just wrote it i gave it that title so you would read it yeah (laughs) matt and trey they call up no the title's not changing it's like no that is or no more south park yeah what yeah it's like why are you (laughs) broken our two-year show or something (laughs) yeah I, i never understood like like the people that are like they have that one thing and they bought the big house and it's like i i get it like we were talking a little before we started was that before I was in the business, I would have thought that you sold a script. Oh, of course you got a new car and a house. That money isn't really. Yes. That guy sold yeah. that for, would you say like, uh, like six figures, dude, where's my car? Yeah. Yeah. No one was selling scripts. It's still not even something. No, that's s- a, still, but that. that was like, no one was buying scripts for that amount before then. And then this is the f- sort of the first or one of the first movies who, that sold for that much. What a so, weird footnote. Like you yeah. said, what a weird first movie yeah. to have that. You know, like the Star Wars, like Star Wars with the licensing deal with toys was one of the first ones to do that. Totally makes sense. Yeah. You know, it'd be one thing if it was a, what other sci- weird sci-fi? It'd be like if um, Alien was the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, I, oh, toy rights. All right, that's just weird. Yeah. You know, that would have been just like, well, they never really made toys or anything. And you just kind of like, that's the True. first footnote. But like Star Wars, that totally makes sense. But the first... You know, the first script to sell for that much. I mean, but it kind of makes sense, though, because that's such a weird bidding war for something. Oh, my God, we got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. It tanked. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah that happens. Yeah. And, and, and it happens. But in the grand scheme of things, you think about it, uh, for a script to sell for that much, I don't even know why. I don't even know why that was not happening just because the the script is is such an important part of the thing i mean it's like without the script you you don't really have the movie yeah so yeah you got to invest in the thing 70k for a movie that they're going to spend 25 to 50 million on i mean that that's peanuts yeah because that they i looked it up the budget for that was 13 million dollars for dude where's my car which even in 2000 when that movie came out is still it's all it was a lot but still Low, but that was when low budget hit that mark of twenty million. Like it start all of a sudden, low budget was 
well, I mean, there's no real term for it, but like a low budget movie was anything under 10. Yeah. Then it went to 15. Now, like low budget, it's like, oh, it made it for a low budget of 20. Okay. A studio low budget. Yeah. Um, obviously, like we talked about last week, like there are the anomalies like Get Out. That was 3 million. A lot of these horror films do three to eight. Like Saw's bread and butter is three to 11 million dollars. But the return yeah yeah saw horror is 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 always been like 10 million has been i think like crazy money i think it was one of the the friday 13th uh movies spent like 10 million dollars and that was big it was a big deal like no horror movies ever spent this was it jason x i think it may have been (laughs) jason x and (laughs) shout out to jason x yeah and um uh saw so saw i shot my uh thesis film at this studio downtown and um my friend uh and uh fellow film student um got me the place because her brother was the facilities manager there Mm -hmm. and so uh we would go back just to hang out after i shot my film so i went back there and once i went when uh catch me if you can was shooting there Oh, okay. And that's when I saw uh, a very, very focused Steven Spielberg. It's funny. It's like they bought out the whole studio. And uh, <laughs> exactly 200 people uh, on the set. I The only person I saw was Steven. Wow. Like they were so well uh, situated within that studio that like it was not like chaos. It was yeah. just like they were in this place or that place. They shot in the same apartment set that i shot my film i was like oh my god you know i'm next i'm gonna sell this thing yeah (laughs) exactly i was like hey i made that and you kept that but um so we went there to hang out and he was like yeah they're shooting this movie uh some horror movie it's called saw he's like script is good i'm like yeah okay saw and he's like yeah it's a budget of a million dollars it's like danny glover's getting half that and uh, it was, I remember it because it was like I was looking for work at the time. And they were like, oh, man, I wish I would have known. They were looking for PAs. It's like 18-day shoot. Um, at that time, it was like 150 a day, which for PA, that topped, that topped it. Like it yeah. was like usually on like a, a network TV show, you get like maybe 100. And for uh, – uh, like reality, you could go up to. Why does reality pays more? <laughs> reality can go, but up it's to, the one thing no one wants to. Yeah, be. like once you get into reality, your main thing is to get out. But right, I think they entice you because it's miserable. Here's money. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Yeah. So it was like one twenty five and go up, and then uh, one fifty was yeah. like commercials and movies. So like this was like at one fifty, even at like in a million dollar budget. Yeah. Um, but I guess and, it. If you're going to be there 18 days, it's not that much, really, because you think about like, oh my god, that's a lot. If you're just going to be the PA, you're going to work those 18 days. No, no, it was, it, you know, it was so like it's such a small margin. But like, if it was a the Spielberg movie or whatever, yeah, that that's going to add up. No. That's going to be you know three to four months of 150 every day. No, yeah. no, to- totally. And no. so when I th- when he said that, I was like, well, it's only, it was only 18 days, you know. Um, and I, I'm sure he didn't work 18 days, but like, he's like, yeah, Danny Glover, they gave him 500K. Now, this is like the, who do I talk to? This was like the uh, art department. 
Okay. So, who knows if this was accurate? That was the talk. And um, it's funny because you talk about Jason X. We were in uh, our brother's studio, and he had uh, Jason versus Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. And we were all watching, me and the Saw crew, <laughs> we were all watching uh, Jason versus Freddy. Just it's laughing a solid our movie, off. though. No, it is. And we were just like, it was very entertaining. Like, yeah. we were. We were loving it. I was like, I'm watching it with the Saw. Didn't know, of course, Saw was nothing at yeah. the time. Saw was that movie, because they made a lot of stuff yeah. there, different stuff. Saw was the movie where, you know, you go, oh, another low-budget movie that they're making just to, you know, keep the lights on or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Saw, the, straight it's, to video. It's that whole, uh, those small companies that make million-dollar films end up making three on them. Because it's like they get some small minute distro, they sell it overseas, and it's like for every million we spend, we make two. And then we take that one million and make yeah. another two. So it's a genius plan. And that's it really is. You know, we, we got to get on that. Yeah, get, <laughs> well, it's so funny too. Like you're saying, it's like that would have been my first thought. It's like, hey, they're making a low budget horror called Saw. My first thought when I heard that was, how has there not been a horror movie called Saw? Like it's so, that's, so simple. It's true. It's like, hey, we call it Saw. And it has literally there was one moment where you do saw something in it, but that's not even the premise. It's just like what a great what has in a horror movie one type saw. Guy just wrote saw and then was like, oh, there we go. There it is. <clears throat> yeah, and he was like Carrie Elwes and uh Danny Glover. I was like, Danny Glover doing that movie. It just so happens that uh the year before I had gotten a uh a grant for my student film. And they had a little ceremony in uh Beverly Hills. And Danny Glover came to speak at that ceremony. And after the ceremony, he's a really nice guy. He sat down with uh, me and um, uh, four other winners mm-hmm. and uh, just talked. Because he likes talking about movies and stuff like that. So for about an hour and a half, like, the guys were, you know, picking up the breakfast and stuff, cleaning up yeah, yeah. and everything. And we're sitting in there in uh, Beverly Hills Hotel uh, just talking to Danny wow. Glover. And he becomes, like... A dude like you don't even re- realize he's like yeah. the star um and so they're like danny's here i was like really i was like i want to talk to him i want to tell him i have a script for him yeah and you know i learned from a guy who was a super agent back in the day who who worked at usc probably still does he told us certain tricks he's like yeah just tell him you have a script and you don't but you can buy some time but you got to go out there and kind of like yeah. tell him you do something. Like, I'm going to tell Danny I have a script for him just to tell him. And yeah. <clears throat> so I went into one of the spaces in there, and there he is. You know, he's sitting on the couch literally with a saw in his neck. <laughs> 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 and so he's sitting like, you know, sprawled out, like mm-hmm. saw in his neck. And I was like, I don't know anything about this movie, but straight to video. Yeah. You know, it's not going to do anything. No. Uh, and I tell him, hey, you know, uh, he's like, I remember you. I remember. He's got an incredible memory, I wow. guess. Because. I mean, a lot of actors do. Yeah. Does. Because my friend, who's there with me with Danny, she said she went to Cuba to a film festival. And Danny Glover was there with uh, Harry Belafonte. And then he kept looking at her like, I know you from somewhere. And then he goes, she goes, yeah, at that uh, awards thing. And he, in. He's like, yes, yes, that. And it was like, wow, wow. Uh, then I said, yeah, I got this. I got the script for you. I want you to, I want you to do. It. He's like, 
great. He's like, my head of development is right there. Why don't you give her the script? I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, let me uh, get my <laughs> yeah, phone. Exactly. You just throw your phone on the ground. Oh, bro. Like, I didn't even have a phone there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Don't be talk to this person. She was like, "Yeah, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to? Do you want him to direct? Do you want him to act? What? Like, just tell yes. me what you want to do." I'm like, <laughs> "All of that, yes." Yeah. Um, the script's actually called Danny Glover. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Glover. Um, it's weird. It's weird. And the reason why I said that to him is because he was so nice that he told us at that thing. He said at the awards thing. He said, "You know what?" He's like, because we're all like giving him cards and yeah. stuff, and he's like, "Well, I don't have a card." He's like. You're Danny. You're Danny. I'm pretty sure I can yeah, find the person exactly. that knows who you are. And so he gives us his information for his company and stuff. And uh, he says, for anything you guys want to do, I'm available. Wow. And I'm like, what? Did yeah. I just hear this? So that gave me, that emboldened me to like go to him that day and say, hey, yeah. I got something for you. Because he like volunteered that. Yeah. You know, because you could tell like he talked about films. There was... Um, there was a guy who, uh, it's a really good film. He was from AFI, and he did a film. He's from South Africa. Mm-hmm. And his producing partner uh, was from Russia. So he, I mean, he loves South Africa, so he w- wanted to talk to him. He also talked about Russian film mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, African film in general, and just world, you know, yeah. films around the world and directors that he had worked with. Um Russian film that he admired. It, it was just like, he was just like, he's like, this for me is, you know, I, 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 can, I can talk all day about this stuff. Wow. And it was, uh, it was really interesting. Um, so for him, he's like, you know, he's worked in films like in Africa and doing all these films over there. And so he's like, I see you as the next sort of generation that, you know, uh, I was going to make some interesting stuff, so I would like to be a part of that type of thing. Yeah. Where you'd figure he'd be like, mm, well, whatever. I'm just yeah. I'm in a two thousand dollars suit, so whatever, you students. Yeah. But but no no, he was really really nice. So and saw, you know, I, I was like, what what is he doing? And saw, and then and then when they said he got half the work, and they said eighteen days. Now that was a shoot. I don't think he worked the whole eighteen. No, he's not. Because he's not really like I finally went back and um, revisited the uh, some of the films, and he's actually really good in it. But he's not in it yeah. much. He's all, he's on the I don't phone remember, yeah. a lot. Hey, we got to get over there. Right. Yeah, and I'm too old for this shit. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, we say that line again. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> okay. Yay. Yeah, we love that. Okay. <laughs> we got it thirty times. Okay, I guess we've got our money's worth. Yeah, I got. But. Um, that's an extra twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, and I was like, what kind of? Because I was like, look, you had Danny Glover in here. I'm like, what a Carrie Elwes get then? It's like he's not like a, you know, no name. So I'm like, oh, all right. I, and especially when <clears> that <throat> movie came out, I would have almost put them on par ish. Like Danny Glover definitely has a little more yeah. lineage, but both. But right, I'm like, like he's not, he's not gonna get you. Ain't gonna give him 13k. Yeah, you know, it's like, cause I'm like, well, if all that is going to him, yeah, what the hell is a movie like? Cause I was like, well, what is a movie gonna be yeah. if if you're not spending any money on the movie? And granted, it's all at that studio. Yeah, and looking at the movie, they didn't utilize um, the studio as much as they could. Um, the way it was shot, 
a little disappointed there, but maybe it's But like, sometimes that I, I've heard too, sometimes like say you're at whatever LA Center Studios. Yeah. Hey, we want to use this part. Well, you need extra security and then it costs to move everything you know over that there. Is, so that is true. That so is it's true. that thing of like, yeah. it, it's like, look, we have three rooms and the alley or whatever that I kind of vaguely remember that movie. It's like most of it obviously took place in that one room, uh, the police station mm-hmm. and the some of the surrounding area of that room. But you go any further, it's like, all right, we have all that blocked off. Oh, wouldn't it be great to shoot some outside stuff there? Mm, lighting, you know. Yeah. Do we want to make it a night shoot because the whole thing is there. night? Because yeah. we can shoot all day in this one room and it's night. Yeah. But you go outside and it's like, we need night. Night shoots, what does that do to our budget? Another 10K. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, no, no, no you're right. I mean, and, and it would they would have been like, hey, guys, uh, if you want to shoot there, then that, that's going to, you know, pick yeah. up your whatever. But um, so it's like the disastrous. Isn't that the alley? Yeah, but this is a real movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's probably the same thing. It's like, well, we can <clears throat> control the lighting in here, as opposed to shooting the thing that looks just like that out there. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a great studio. They shot Nightmare on, Nightmare on Elm Street there too. Um, so it's a great horror kind of um, studio too. Although I didn't do horror. Um, well, you should be doing. That's where the bread and butter is. That's. <laughs> I mean, I got a friend of mine. I just went to a screening horror movie, you yeah. know, feature. And I was like, didn't really peg you for a horror guy. But, you know, one yeah. of his passions or whatever. And um, got a movie made. I, I'm thinking maybe that's it's kind of bread and buttery right yeah. now. Because it's funny because last night I watched a terrible film. Not terrible, no. It's not even a hate watch sort of thing. It was, I was fascinated. A friend of mine told me about it. It's called Hunter's Prayer maybe something mm. like that of course i mean sam worthington so you have a name yeah, yeah um the whole time it looked like he was like aren't i supposed to be a bigger star i was, was an avatar so recent oh yeah this is this year oh okay uh directed by jonathan mostow who directed terminator 3 mm-hmm. so it start director of terminator 3 and the star of terminator 4 came together oh so it's an action it's an action movie uh-huh it's okay but it's weird like the whole thing looked great Real direct. I mean, they're all real directors, I guess. But the lighting was great. The locations were great. Action scenes played really well. Sam Worthington's a solid actor. Just ugh. like the whole yeah. time, you're just like, all right. And like it was that thing where it's like, I'm focused. I'm focused. Going, I wonder what's happening on Twitter. Then I'd oh. kind of look up again, going, okay, so we're still protecting the daughter in this scene. Cool. All right, let's see what's going. On. And it was, it's was 90 minutes. Just the. It's just con- boring. Story like a tried and true kind of, and it, and that's the thing. It's it's that whole um, parents are assassinated because the dad has something wrong. So now they're going after the daughter that's in a boarding school. So one person went to kill her, but then he decided to save her, and then the people are going after him for not killing her. And you're just like, all right, cool. But I mean, I've seen so many of these movies that were either Seagal, Van Damme, or any random action hero, right? that are done a little better, which is kind of sad because it's like these had bigger names where they got to the point, you know, it was just like, oh, beat, 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 you know, action. Oh, wow, we're going to really beat it. I didn't care about anyone. And it is weird. It's like, well, who greenlit that movie? And was it because they had names behind it? But there was no chance when you watch that that this was ever going to have a real release. Hmm. You know, there was just like you're watching it going, how? what would the trailer have been? I didn't even look at the trailer, but yeah. like, who is this movie for? What market are you trying to reach? There's g- actors in it because you can release movies with anyone in it. It's just there's just no, 
there was no dynamic, but it looked really, and I was like, God, they probably spent 20 million at least on this film. It looked, I mean, unless they got a lot of tax breaks because they were in like three different countries, hmm. you know? I mean, you could, well, or they shot that one day in the country and did a lot of inserts, but they, you could just tell like with roads, there was a couple action scenes on those weird small cobble roads going through buildings. And I was like, well, that's not a set. They're not going to, they're not going to drop that kind of cash. Wow. So <clears throat> I don't know, it's just kind of weird. Like that's that whole market where they probably made their money. I saw it streaming on Amazon, but it's not, I get why, like you said, your friend that did, you didn't peg him for horror. It's cheaper. You can really, yeah, no, totally. you can really condense your sets where it's like an action film. You kind of have to go places. You can't just have it contained in a room. You can't <laughs> right. have, you can't have John Wick in the saw room because once he beats everyone up, yeah. All right, I guess I'll wait for these guys to wake up and kick their ass again. <laughs> you I know, guess, you, you yeah. kind of need locations, I think, right. sell an action film a little more. Where the horror, an alley in a room, if you have a good idea, those two locations. No, totally. Unless yeah. you're doing clerks, unless you're literally just doing a indie movie about people talking, then you can do the road trip, either be in a car, which is cheaper, you can be in a you know, convenience store, you can be in a house, you can be at, hey, the coffee shop, but... You could also made Clerks the horror film. You know, you had that location after hours horror oh, film. I want to see that. No. You know, Dante and uh, Randall like trying to kill each other. So I think I can get that where it's like maybe you write your bigger script maybe for Danny Glover and then you realize, God, I'm gonna need a lot. Right. And you're like, well, what if Danny Glover just had a saw? Done. And you're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Why yeah, didn't exactly. I give Danny Glover a saw? <laughs> Hey, I got the greatest. Oh, he's got a saw in his neck. He must have already been doing But in movie. mine, he's going to be the guy that puts saws in necks. Okay. Uh, okay, now <laughs> yeah. keep going. Um, yeah, I, yeah, because his, his film was, uh, the horror film was, you know, one one location, basically. Yeah. You know, out in the woods. You know, probably got a tax break somewhere in the Midwest. And a 15-day shoot. Yeah, I mean, if you can get it, it's like, oh, I want to shoot here. It's like, hey, we can say, we can get. 30k off the budget if you go to louisiana all right is is there a house yeah yeah great we're in louisiana now exactly like they shot uh get out in alabama right because he wanted it here right in la i think so i, I think he wanted it i Maybe one of the things i there, read there was some reason that they i'm sure it had to do with money that they shot in, in alabama and he was or they gave him a choice and yes alabama sure um yeah, and when you're given $3 million, all of a sudden it's like, all right, we can do it here in California. It's like, well, we can get eighty grand if we go to Alabama, which means we can get Bradley Whitford. I mean, he probably already had the cast set, but, you know, like, yeah, we can now splurge a little on a few other things. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and and they kind of, like, back back in the day, they used to yeah. make these $3 million, $4 million, $5 million movies. Yeah. I'm um, talking about across the board, like, indie, all that kind of thing. Yeah. But today, like they don't, maybe horror is different, but they don't make three million, four million, five million dollar movies no. anymore. That either it's like half a million, or it's like at least ten because yeah. they're like, well, if I put five million in a movie, that's just enough for me to, I guess, be pissed. Yeah, that I'm not gonna get that money back if I put five hundred k in. And I don't get it back. Well, if I'm a venture capitalist, it's like, all right, well, it's 500K. And if you make it a competent enough movie, 
you will get some sort of distro yeah. that will cover that 500k. Right. Like I think a 500k to a million, you're not out unless you literally don't finish the film. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to buy it. Like if you, I mean, anyone go to Netflix or Amazon and flip through some of those things. I'm guaranteed you haven't heard of 90% of what you flip through. That's your one million dollar movie right there. Yeah. Someone, you know, you sell it to enough things where all right. I made my million. You're not going to lose at a million. I think five to 10, you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're like, so like you go 10 and above, you're like, okay, then we can get the talent that, you know, will probably bring me in the, bring in the money. But the five to 10 is, is just, mm, it's just like, I, I I don't really want to go there. Um, forget out. I mean, the budget on that was nothing. But so well done. Like yeah. obviously he had like, a really good cast. Um, but it's also just his direction. But it's also a prim- the premise. You yeah. know, it's just really really good. It's not necessarily even the actors that bring people in. It's like it's it's a really good movie. And every time I hear the budget, I'm like, wait, really? Like, yeah, that's it. Well, so. especially when you think of like that house, feels like a ten million dollar house. Yeah. But it was a real house though. So it's like you have to like realize how how much they made that place work for them and it's like because you think of the rich locations like even towards the end when he's sitting in the chair looking at the tv and he's in that room you're like my god look how great this room is then you realize it's just four walls and set deck yeah it's like some of that stuff it just looked the way he shot it no no the chair and he's you know digging up the chair the cotton you know and just like oh my god this is crazy you know And, and it's like alabama too so i know my mom lives there so it's like I know the that you can buy a and build a yeah. sprawling thing, and it's not gonna be near obviously what it would be anywhere else. Yeah, that house, you know, it's a big house, but it, it's Alabama, so it was, you know, yeah. probably, you know, do where's my car sold for more than you know that house is probably worth. Yeah. So. Oh, wouldn't it be great if that was the dude? Where's my car's writer's house? That he leased. <laughs> that he leased to get it's out. like, oh, I'm from Alabama, yeah. so I just leased it to them. I made a million off that. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, just for uh, reference, that Hunter's Prayer was $17 million budget. Really? So, Did you feel like that was on the screen? It looked really good. Lighting, directing, locations, some of the actors they had. No one was bad in it. So that's the good thing. Everyone was super solid. They didn't. Like, I mean, yeah, I said some of those John claude and Seagal. Some of the acting, mainly from Seagal, <laughs> is a little on the... the acting. Yeah, acting with quotes. Uh, is a, a little on the weak side. Yeah. But it makes up for kind of what they're doing. And 17 million... Like, you, you saw it, you would go, yeah, it feels like a $17 million action film. Like, a lot of that you could tell they put in the action sequences. Because the car chases and the cars hitting each other and the gunfire, like... That costs money. Yeah. And they didn't cheat out on that where, hey, it's the car chase, but nothing ever happens. They bump cars off the road. They go through alleys. Things are falling. So it's like, all right, they had to coordinate that. They had to do that. But still, it's like, I think what it is is I'm fascinated with how, it, not how it got made. I Movies get made all the time. But who was financing this movie? Who Did they think it was going to make big? Did they think, oh, this 17 is going to turn into 34 or the 17 is going to be 100? It's There was nothing in that movie where, like, John Wick John Wick, yes, was a surprise hit, but I imagine when you watch that first cut, you're like, oh, we, we've got something. Yeah. This is something that people want. It's, you know, the Matrix minus the Matrix, you know? It's like <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves kind of doing what people like him to do, and it's sort of unexpected. 
weirdest thing. It's like, all right, we stole his car and killed his dog. That's the motivation for him to go back to his old ways and just straight up murder a hundred people. I mean, literally that all you're doing is watching him go room to room and murder people in a very cool stylistic way. But yeah, the premise was kind of like this underground thing. What they can, they didn't over explain it. No, there's this underground thing. We, we pay with uh, bitcoins or whatever. <laughs> uh, so Bitcoin the movie. Bitcoin the movie. Yeah. I mean, like the premise that you just, you know, yeah. That's all it is. And, ransom. and once again, this there was nothing about this where it's a it could have been either way. It's like, oh, this assassin saves the daughter, saves the daughter, and that's the motivation to the film. Yeah. There was really nothing I mean, I've seen that a thousand times, so it's not even like a crappy premise. It's a movie I've already seen a hundred times. But here's seventeen million and I was also surprised that there wasn't a hundred production companies. Like a lot yeah, of those yeah. hate watches I used to do. Oh yeah. It's it'd just... be like thirty seconds of just logos of companies and you're like i get it you want to make your film but does it start anytime soon exactly this was <laughs> six i think they might have been co-companies because it was only two cards yeah like it was i was like oh there's six different producing co- okay and it didn't have you know 500 producers on it and it a real i don't know if this director is like oh this will be my comeback film or maybe he just makes these films now for other countries yeah, I don't know. And it's like, you know, you talk about the film that you've seen a hundred times. It's a wonder why, not granted, a lot of it has to do with cast and director and all that. But you look at a script and you go, hey, guys, I've seen this a hundred times. Why, why would I put my yeah. money in it? Like, who's, who's going to see a movie, you know, that I've seen, that they've seen a hundred times? But then you got the cast. It just goes to show you got the cast. You got uh, the pedigree of these guys. And you go, oh. It's a script I've seen, but you can flip it on its ear and go, oh, it's a script I've seen a hundred times. I know he can knock this out of the park. Look what he did with this movie. Yeah. We got Worthing, we got Avatar uh, in it. Yeah. You know, sure. Let's. Well, and I wonder, if, I wonder if they were like green lighting it going, look, by the time this movie's about to hit, we'll have <laughs> Avatar 2. And it's like, mother effers. We have another five years. Though. Then that movie's just going to. It's sort of like the whole thing. We got the director from the Terminator franchise, one of them. Got a star from the Terminator and Avatar. Money in the bank, everyone. Was that? Oh, so you didn't see any promotional materials for the movie? No, no, I was no, just no. wondering if it was like from the people who brought you. No, no, it was uh, It was one of those things a friend of mine was flipping around Amazon. He's like, dude, have you heard of this? I was like, no. I haven't even seen the trailer. Not even one that came up yeah, in the thing. I, yeah. And so last night I was like, you know, I think it was uh, 89 minutes. I'll turn this on. Yeah. And I was like, all right. It was it just nothing nothing really happened. It was just a movie. Wow. I mean, even if you saw it in the theater, you would have walked out and went, meh. Okay. I think I think you and I sort of look at seventeen million and go, you know how many really good movies we probably could have made yeah. with seventeen million dollars. You know how many get outs I could have had? <laughs> I know. That's that's what I was just saying. It's like you know, Jordan Peele's like seventeen million I could have I could have made five movies. Or, and that's the funny thing, is like, had you given Jordan 17 or even 10 to make it out, you would have still had that movie. Yeah. It no, just, totally. there would have been one or two bigger elements. Like, maybe we would have seen, maybe, but I don't even know what, what more you could have I, I, added I agree. to it. But I agree. Yeah. maybe there would have been a little more level of comfort as opposed to maybe maybe more time in the day. But also, ultimately, you got all your performances. Yeah. Or maybe he would have gone into that group a little more. You know, because yeah. because when I heard him talk and he said, you know, 
he wanted it to be just sort of global group and and really study these types of you know uh, specialty groups who um, you know get really intricate and involved in, in sort of dark dark practices or whatever yeah and he may have gotten into more of that but you know what we didn't we didn't need that, you know. Had it, it been was, there, it, maybe it would have yeah. been great. By not being there, I didn't miss it. Yeah, it was just like it was. <clears throat> it was. It was. Uh, yeah, it's. It still really worked. I mean, worked really, really well. Yeah, you know. Um, it's funny. I know he was on a podcast, and you know, the guy was like, "I just have one question: Why is there a Japanese? What's the Japanese guy doing in that group?" Yeah. And Jordan's like, well, you know, I just wanted to show that it was a global thing. He said, I actually had more Asian guys in it, but um, we, they wanted to sell a movie, so yeah. we couldn't. We can have only so many Asian guys. <laughs> so, um, but he's like, but oddly enough, it, really hard to catch a Japanese guy in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> we found him. So I think he got his friend to do it, you know, from somewhere else, and flew him in. But, Went to the local theater. We found the guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, one guy. He was very appreciative. He was he was in it. Yeah. So, so do you think um, for someone like this, uh, Jonathan uh, Mosto, like he has good movies behind him? Do you think he just keeps making these films? And like, I mean, he, they're good. It's like, I, it's I like, I, it, that's it's interesting. Um, I for me, I think, dude, you got Terminator behind you. Whatever, well, action. one of the worst Terminators, Terminator Three. Come but, on, but but still, yeah, like still, it's you know how Hollywood works. Oh, you've done this. Yeah, I get, I get, get yeah, yeah, get, yes, yeah. Please do our movie. I just think that, and I don't know the politics or whatever or how he is to work with or whatever. But um, you think that all these action movies that come out, like he would be pitched to do it, and yeah. he would actually do one. You know, um, was that uh, who's that guy that was doing all of them for a while? Original Denny. Yeah, like it was just he kept doing them until one failed, and then all of a sudden it was his fault. It's like you got to blame somebody. And it's like, well, how is it my fault? It was just the one movie that didn't do well. Eh, right, your fault. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was Cutthroat Island was the one that. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> I get it, but how much is it? You know, you mean R- Rennie Harlan? Rennie Harlan. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, Rennie Harlan. Um, yeah. It's like six degrees of separation. I did Kirby Enthusiasm, and uh, you know, like in New when he, Larry goes to, from the last season, not this season. When Larry goes to New York, um, he stays in a. Uh, I think it's. I think he even says it in this show, but I think it's Rennie Harlan's house. Oh, yeah. But but it's it's an incredibly expensive rental, you know. It's right. Like several million dollars it's, it's a it's a new york penthouse yeah so um it's crazy it's crazy you know and it's like well Ronnie harlan's doing fine yeah you know uh but you're right like die hard to um all these movies he was like the guy yeah he was the action guy and and all of a sudden like he can't it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You think that this guy would be pitched, Jonathan Mostow. Uh, Mostow. Would, would be pitched to do a movie, and they go, yeah, of course. Especially, mm-hmm. you talk about you didn't really care about this movie or what happened in it. Especially, that's kind of what you feel about a lot of these action movies. You go, know, eh, it, yeah. it was all right, you know. Uh, 
he could do that, but he does this for whatever reason. Yeah. He's got to be doing. He's got to be making money. I remember I was on a pilot, Fox, and uh, they're shooting other pilot called Breakout Kings. Okay, that sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, I think they they did get a series. Um, and uh, the director of that pilot, um, Gavin Hood, directed. Oh yeah, I know that name. Yeah, he did Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Wolverines. He he made this movie that I like loved. It's called. It won an Academy Award. It's called Satsi. Mm-hmm. It's a South African movie. Won Best Foreign Film. Um, and so he was. I'm thinking. Wow, the guy won. Uh, Foreign, uh, best foreign film Academy Award. I thought it was really, really well done. Um, and one night, <clears throat> I'm in the office, and he's out there in the bullpen somewhere, just writing or doing something. And it's just me and him. I was like, oh, I gotta go. Up. I gotta yeah. go say something because I really, really admire work. So, interrupted him and told him how much I love the movie. And you know, of course, he was very appreciative. Yeah. And asked him to give me some advice and and he did and you know i just say you must have you're doing this show this pilot you must have like your pick yeah you know he's like he's like you you i wish he's like you would think that he's like but what i'm doing right now is i'm writing a script is like because i'm not getting anything so yeah. i gotta make my own thing he's like you gotta realize that there's only a few really good scripts out there in Hollywood and all the good directors you know they sort of gravitate yeah like right away so it doesn't really leave much for guys like me so I have to make my own way um and I just thought I mean like literally the the foreign academy foreign film academy award he had won it maybe a a year prior I Mm -hmm. mean it wasn't was not even that um that far off and uh it just like opened my eyes up to like oh wow like yeah. this guy he's like I'm, I'm writing a script because i can't get anything yeah and he's like after this thing i don't know what my next job is wow and i was like that's crazy well and two i think you fall into that trap of you know you probably do a lot of meetings because i was thinking uh, did you read robert rodriguez's book uh, uh rebel without a, a long time ago. crew or something yeah, like rebel that without a crew yeah and I remember that was one of like an eye-opening thing too, where it's like after El Mariachi hit and then had the distros and everything, cause you know, he made it very grand and you know, he goes, all I did was meetings. And he goes, all I did was take advantage was for a free meal. He goes, he goes, all they want to do was talk about how I made the film and maybe that we could work together. But he goes, I was so broke. I was just taking advantage of free food. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, that's awesome. He was like, Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, we're going for a steak meal. Awesome. I'll get the largest steak. Yeah. I'll eat it and I'll take it back to the hotel. And he goes, they would always put me up in a room. And he goes, I just took advantage of all the free stuff, but nothing was, I wasn't getting any jobs. All yeah. I was doing was getting meetings. And, and I imagine with this guy too, was that what happens, I imagine is you start taking meetings and then they just start giving you, oh, we have a script and it's all the stuff he just did. Like if you're like, say you do clerks, I imagine, oh my God, we got to get Kevin Smith. I have a, I have a, we have a bunch of scripts of two guys talking. Yeah. Well, I want to write my own, but I've already done that movie. So they just feel like you're that guy, like that can sell that script they bought for 500K, you know? Right. Bought the script from this guy for 500K. We don't know why we spend it, but it fits your thing. And he probably reads it. Yeah, it's not my thing, you know? So yeah, that was, he was probably one of those ones. I'm sure that first month was a romance. Like, 
I'm in Hollywood. He's meeting and meeting. And then every script, maybe, oh, we might have something for you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly, you know, what it is. It's like <clears throat> even you and me who who are in the business, who know what happens, we're still, like, sort of surprised every now and then. Like, oh, I thought you, you're Scorsese. I thought yeah. maybe you could He's like, no, I got to fight for my stuff. Uh, fight to make something yeah. um, to this day. Uh, it's just amazing how, you know, you go, oh, wow, I thought for sure you know this guy there'll be offers after offers after yeah. offers like it's easy for your relative somewhere in the midwest to go oh you were you know got a guest spot on this tv show you must be either rich or you know the offers are coming in you're doing this and it's like no you know i work maybe once twice a year yeah guest starring on something that's about it and then i have a day job you know. And the only reason it's exciting for you is because I told you to watch those two shows. Yeah. So you think. Yeah, exactly. But you don't realize how much I did. Or I got lucky and booked two things back to back. Yeah. And there was like, they aired a month apart. So you think I'm, you know, rolling. And it's like, no, nah, I just got lucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's 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 one of those things where, you know, you have to keep, you have to keep grinding. You have to keep finding uh, ways to support yourself. Yeah. And I think that the people who have longevity in the business, be it actor, be it director, producer, whatever. It's like you have to sort of be malleable. Especially as an actor, you have to realize there's going to be a time, if you start early enough, where you're going to be the kid. Then you're going to be the brother. Then you're going to be the, you know, the teen guy. Yeah. And then you're going to be, you know, the maybe the action hero. Yeah. But then you're going to be the dad. And then you're going to be the grandfather. Yeah. You know, And then you're going to have to, like, embrace all those roles you know a lot of times it's hard for you to go oh now i'm the dad yeah it's like you're the dad yeah i'm trying to remember i think it was like molly ringwald or something because i mean she did step out of the business but maybe it wasn't her but it was someone of her ilk yeah got a script one time and then she was the mom to the young kid and she was like well this this must not be right it's like no you're it's how we kind of see it like we like you but you're the mom now unless you're gonna i mean you can always be the single friend or something but and I think at that point, I think she, whoever it was, was just like, I took a step back because I was like, I'm not the mom. And then I embraced it. And yeah. now I'm a mom on TV. You know, it's just sort of, right. it is going to be that weird point where all of a sudden it's like, I'm old enough to be the young moms, you know, because that's what happened. Like you said, you're going to eventually just right. age out of whatever that is, unless you're just sort of a Rob Riggle. I always go with Rob Riggle because he's like, you can be anything. Like Rob Riggle's Rob just gonna be just, just insert Rob here, yeah. Like eventually he'll be the dad on something, or I mean he's played dads before, but yeah. Rob Riggle's just a you just use him for whatever, <laughs> you know. He'll be the crazy grandfather or the uncle or something. I oh, I would love to see him as a crazy grandfather. <laughs> like now, why are yeah, you the grandfather? Now? Exactly, forty six. Um, yeah, and and that's the thing too with the the guy that won the uh, Foreign Academy Award. The only good thing is though, like yes, he still has to make his path, but he has the foot in. Like, that's yeah. the one advantage he has is, like, he'll get the meetings for his next script. Yeah. He's not handed everything, which you kind of think kind of would be. But at least when he's finished with the script, people will read it legitimately. Not yeah. like, hey, we're going to read it. Hand it off to the assistant, which they'll probably still do. But they'll want to report on that because they know in the back of their mind that, hey, the winner of this they can put. You know, right. they can sell it based on what he's done. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. He he definitely had that. And post that 
encounter with him, he's done big movies. And, yeah, yeah. And worked with really good people. Right. I mean, I knew – it's one of those things where you know when people are going to make it. Like, yeah. you knew he he was forward-thinking. I mean, here's a guy who's, you know, editing at that point, but he was, like, directed this action pilot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's, like, burning midnight oil, like – at work, mm-hmm. at the office, writing a script so he can get his next thing. Yeah. And so you knew he's he was going to do it. It's like I started as a first AD, uh, worked my butt off, and then, you know, made some uh, commercials or shorts or whatever. And then I got this this movie. Yeah. Um, but he worked really hard to do it. You know, yeah. that was sort of his advice. It's like, there's no one way. This is what I did. It's like, but just work your butt off. You know? Yeah. And that's what he did. And... Mm-hmm. And he got there. Um, but, you know, he had to work, and I'm sure he still has to work. Yeah. You know? Um, and I imagine that's why Hunter's Prayer got made. Jonathan's like, I have bills to pay. Yeah. And, you know, someone sends him the script, and, hey, here's this moderate budget action thing. Maybe he gets attached, and then he got a few names to it. Maybe Because he was just the director of a movie that had, like, four writers on it. Mm. So could have been one of those things. Agents, hey. You're going to Romania, right? That's where this film's yeah. going to be shot. All right. Yeah. I have to work. And it probably was that, you know. And um, then because of that, it's like, oh, I know Sam Worthy. Or his name's attached, and then you get a couple other people, and it's like, all right, I'll work. I only need to be. Although Sam's in almost every shot, but yeah, you can always have, like, your Danny Glover. Like, yeah. look, we got Danny for a week. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Or you got Sam Worthy that goes, I'm not doing this movie unless Jonathan does it. Yeah. You know? Um, I'll bring him on. You know? Yeah. So I mean, any iteration, whatever it, however it happened, it it's just it's another paycheck. Yeah. Seventeen million dollars. I'm sure he probably got at least a million of that. Yeah. You know. Um. And you just you just you just make the money. I I just think that it's it's one of those things where you got to find your hustle. You got to find out a way to to do things. Um. I'm sure he would be loving to do like the next whatever the next big action yeah. movie but until then agents like i got this thing right now pays money and i guess the Romania, good thing whatever. about this is that very few people have seen it so if he's getting another job and they're like i think i kind of know send me something updated and maybe they cut down like a little sizzle mm-hmm. of hunter's prayer i feel like i'm shitting on this movie <laughs> but i'm not uh and they send it like oh this looks really good sam worthington's good the little action scene all right yeah jonathan's great i just hadn't seen his name in a while probably better than being what is like geostorm you know you get jonathan's like oh, i'm doing geostorm i got this that the studio's behind it they gave me a hundred million it comes out and it's going to make i think um 10 this weekend or something like that hmm. it's going to be beaten by uh boo boo, uh, boo too boo is, uh, I think projected to make 24 million and it cost <laughs> three probably yeah. and then geostorm cost 100 which kind of looks fun but it's going to only make 10 then jonathan's not going to work for a little bit even though he probably not all on him because i know there were studio reshoots there was bad testing but he's not going to be working as much where jonathan's name probably floats around a little more yeah you know yeah um wow I there's mean, something about getting a movie that yeah it's only streaming and i didn't get my big theater premiere but I also didn't get crushed. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good point. Yeah, if you like, yeah, sort of a, it's still they spent enough money on it where when they release it, it's got to be a high profile uh, promotion just yeah. because they seventeen wanna, million they want to get their money back yeah. for Geostorm. Yeah, uh, and so 
your name is out there and it gets crushed in the box office this weekend. You go, oh, you're the guy who made that movie instead of. And the, the Geostorm writer is going to be like, well, I just won't put that on my resume, <laughs> you know. And, and the director is the only thing you're going to really remember, right. you know. And oh, actually, my bad. Boo, uh, Boo Two cost twenty five million dollars. No way. Yeah, he is twenty five. And it's a it's an hour and forty one minutes. Are you serious? He's going all out. Twenty really? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he would. Uh, I mean, because you know he just pulled that out. Is of that his twenty pocket. go to his yeah. pocket? <laughs> I'll only do it for 25. Yeah. I mean, five. 20. Yeah. Not like he needs it or anything. Yeah, Geostorm uh, costs 120 and is made. Oh, it's made 30, though. Oh. Um, overseas. Oh. This okay. is an overseas movie. Overseas. That's why you really. Yeah, that's why you really. This one you, might actually do. you know overseas is going to make. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna so money. it's, it's going to do. We'll, we'll keep you updated on the Geostorm. But for the last few minutes, this is where we keep John accountable. John's not working. Yeah. Uh, still, we're sorry. Um, even though I have 27 jobs, well, you have just, once again. I'm sorry. You have jobs. <laughs> You're like Ryan, the Ryan Seacrest of Post. Uh, oh, which is uh, kind of funny. Um, I'm basically because I'm going to be overlapping on my shows, but they yeah. do that thing. Uh, the thing they do if you do two shows is they pay you 75 percent of what your rate is on both. Which yeah, one and it, a half. It, yeah. It's fine. It's once again, it's not a big thing, but. Because we're running out of money on my current show, they're starting me earlier on my other show just to bring down my rate. Which again, I'm not make I'm not Tyler Perry rate here. Yeah, I'm not or I'm not Danny Glover rate or anything. But basically, they're starting me earlier on the other one just to bring my salary down. People, I don't make that much money. I don't make a dent in the budget. You cut out twenty five percent of my pay for the remaining month. Or the or remaining eight weeks or whatever that I'm on this current show, it's not going to make a dent. That's like money for food. Yeah. That's like literally going, hey, we're cutting your um, craft service budget for what? What is that getting anyone? You know, as opposed to making the bigger cuts on, we have some music in our show, and roughly about a hundred k. You you could cut that song, have the composer write something similar. There's your hundred thousand. I mean, if you're looking for big money, you're not getting a hundred thousand out of me. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean you'd literally have to not pay me for two years to make a hundred No, I so it's that weird thing of like, yeah, we're gonna kinda punish you to make our budget, but we're gonna pay you over here. Okay. Sure, I'll start earlier on the other show. I don't really want to, but Yeah I'll do it. I mean it just seems I and I know why they do it. You know, it's just like it's there's just only, on paper. There's only it's on paper and there's so there's only so many things they can do. Yeah. Uh your salary they can bring down and it only works out that i'm moving on to something else yes. with the same people Absolutely. they wouldn't do that if i what if i was moving on to something else that had nothing to do with these two companies there's yeah, nothing they, they can't they can they, do they, they can't can do, do it but it's all within the same family right. so they're like oh, okay i can do this i can do you know just sort of fudging numbers yeah. with your salary um it, it's it's that thing where if they can bring it down they will like unions and all that kind of stuff yeah. sort of handicap them in a, in so many ways. So they start to bring down the salaries of people who don't make as nearly as much as people in those unions. Yeah. And they go, oh, we're trying to save money. Because you're right, on paper it goes, oh, look what he did with – you know, he, they yeah. tried here, they yeah. tried here. You go to the mix and stuff like It's not much you can do. Like, hey, let's not mix a show. But yeah. you can't go, oh, can you – Instead of doing this mix for thirty k, 
can you do this mix for five? You know, it's like it's I've I've done that already. I've already asked them to yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. how else are you going to get the kind of money yeah. that you need to get out of the budget? And they go, eh, okay, we'll see what we can do. And, and it's like, yeah. mm, I don't know. And then I'm basically already going to be over that. So it's kind of like on paper they can present now, going, we found all the savings that we went over here. But in two months, when I finally deliver a show. I'm going to be over and everything because they took all my money away. And they'll be like, oh, that's okay. That's considered a loss. No. Okay. I I don't know. That's when I don't get yeah, it's like, budget math. It's <laughs> like, but I'm sure, you know, it, then you get into the whole accounting thing where yeah. it's like, okay, it works in a different way. You put this money here. You do that. You yeah. do that. So, I, I mean, I get it in the sense where, uh, you know, it works that way. But right in the grand scheme of things, it's like, oh, you're gonna cut my rate to pull out, you know, several hundred thousand, oh, however much it is. Yeah. Because the one of the shows that I did, like the miniseries, they had to take out, they wanted to take out about as much, if not more, than they're asking you. Mm-hmm. And w- we were already like three months over schedule, yeah. and it's like, how are we gonna, how are we gonna do that? First of all, we were under. Yeah. First. And then they were like, oh, great. We were over in production. You know how it goes. Yeah. Let's take your money, that savings. It's like, wait, wait, but we, we haven't even locked it up. So, yeah. like, we we still need money. Like, we'll just take it. And we've already taken it. Yeah, that, that was kind of mine. Yeah. It was like, hey, can I take this? Well, I might need a little. Well, I took it. Yeah. Well, then don't tell me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we've done it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can I can I have a say? You can be in the meeting with yeah. us and don't say anything. Yeah, oh, right. I know. So it's like I'm like, but you know we're gonna be over. Like, there's no way we can do this. We're gonna have to hire more people. Wouldn't that put us like way over? Oh yeah, it's fine. Okay, I, I guess I don't understand. Like you yeah. said, I just don't understand how that works. Yeah. If you know that to get from point A to point B, it's gonna take this amount of time. And this amount of money, this amount of manpower. Yeah. Um, and you go, well, can you do it for half that? Yeah. And you go, no. Yeah. I, I probably gonna have to actually spend more, and it's probably gonna take longer yeah. to do that. Realistically, okay. But try to get that to within half. Okay, I can tell you what it would cost to make. I don't know. To post convert an episode of different strokes yeah. to 3d yeah. and use that budget for yeah. this that may be that may get us down to half okay that's fine submit that budget and then when we're over we'll just submit it as an overage yeah and you go oh uh so no one's getting punished a two hundred thousand dollar overage yeah oh okay like the money you want me to say yeah we'll just there's an overage but you have to like show on paper like you said that yeah. you saved half which yeah, I don't I don't get it all because had I finished two shows already, I can then project. Okay, I've delivered two. All right. I know where I can save the money. I haven't delivered one, so I don't. Yeah. So you just sit there. It's like, too, yeah. well, what about your dubs? I haven't made one dub yet, so I don't know if you can take that money yet. Well, I'm gonna take five hundred from it. Okay. Or. I took five hundred from it. Okay. I'm gonna take five hundred from it. Okay. I've took. I've taken yeah. it. That's just funny. Every time I was like, "Can I?" I've taken. 
Yeah, it's it's the reverse of it's in the movie. Yeah. It's like I've taken it out. It's in the movie. It's definitely it's not out in. of post. It's, it's <laughs> I definitely out of post. It's like can okay. you go punish production? Yeah, I know, right? It's like can you go tell your assistant editor it's his last day. Can you go? Oh, yeah. Can the editors be done? We haven't locked. That'll be fine. Yeah, you can lock, right? Never. I guess I can figure out the Avid. I, yeah. I, <laughs> exactly. I'm not in a union, but... I'm sure there's some sort of law I'm yeah. breaking right now. Wow. But... All right, so are what are you working on? You still working on... Are you still 3D modeling? I'm still 3D modeling, still doing that whole thing. Um, I think I'm close to uh, uh, designing uh, a robot character. Um, nice. It's, it's just amazing what the 3d program can do right um so many different possibilities uh it's so powerful um it also clues you into what can be done yeah like i said before like when you know the effects house oh, i don't know if we can do it. or i can sort of suggest things that we can do now because yeah. i know i don't necessarily know how to do them but like i know that these things can be done right really well um there's some things that are done 3d that I, I swear are real life yeah um things you know like we were talking about blade runner and most of those sets could just be done 3d yeah. you know and it did they, they look practical and i'm sure you get all that money you shoot them practical you build them practical for the most part but um they could you know and it looked really good um you know time notwithstanding there's really no reason for, you know, a shitty sci-fi, yeah. you know, whatever. Because all the stuff that, you know, you look at and like say Star Wars, something like, wow, look at the intricacy. It's like it's kind of easily done yeah. in th- in 3D programs. You know, I mean, the fact that you're doing it in your place, yeah, and it's amazing. So you imagine like, all right, well, we have 20 of these guys that have been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's Star Wars. It's like you know, you get you get certain things. Like, say you do a um, a sci-fi. Even if you do a show that's like, say, one of your sh- episodes, mm. some like a sci, you go off to a sci-fi yeah. world or something. Not even a sci-fi show, and you get certain visual effects back, and you go, eh, okay, because you know you're used to like yeah. big budget sci-fi movies. So you kind of comparing it to that, and you get back, you get the stuff back, and go. Okay, it's kind of low budget or whatever, but there's so many different things that you can do with it. And what I want to do with it in creating, you know, a robot is is to make it to where I can't make it too good. I can't right. make it too, too detailed just because uh, of rendering. You know, I, right. don't, I have a render farm or anything yeah, yeah. like that, so I have to make it. In between, like a low poly and something that looks really good, but also like has that emotional and maybe like sentimental feel. Yeah. Um, charm, make it a little charming. Um, and so I'm, I'm interested to find out how to do that and blend that with like some motion capture. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna probably save me some time. To just get like a, a story out and get a test out. So yeah. hopefully, like in the next month, I can get like a test. Okay. Out. In the meantime, applying for oh yeah for jobs. I applied for one yesterday. You know, yeah. uh, Warner Brothers. Just like it's weird to 
apply for a job online, mm-hmm. like for what we do. Because yeah. what we do kind of comes with, hey, a friend of mine is looking for yeah. this, or someone calls you, or email, or whatever. But it's usually not, hey, let me put in a resume and a cover letter. You know? I, those jobs I always know. It's like, I'm not getting this yeah. one. But at least I'm yeah. trying, and I feel like, oh, I could do this job. I like it. Yeah, I'm not getting. I'm applying online. Right, exactly. You know? and, and, yeah, but it makes you feel kind of good. It's like maybe I'll get a call. Right, I don't know, maybe. No, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I, the cover letter. I was like, you don't have to, but I'm like, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah. Just say, you know, I'm putting putting it all out there. And so, I do what anybody would do. I just search for cover letter in my hard drive and go i know i've written a cover letter before I'll like, just i don't just a yeah. few things yeah like, i have one from like a decade yeah, ago exactly. that i think i had to write and it's like i don't want to write one from scratch it's like just trying to explain like we were talking about just trying to explain what we do like yeah. to somebody who doesn't know anything about the industry they go hey rob so what do you do like what is your job i'm a post producer what does that mean yeah. and then you have to like launch into all the I need to make like things. a little business card with like the cover letter on it. Yeah. You, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you can read just, this later. Here, read it. Yeah. And so like I wrote a cover letter that was really long and like really detailed about what I do. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is. I should like bring this and put it in my wallet so when people ask, I just either yeah. give it to them or read it to them. Hold on, I got something prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I wrote that. So it's like, okay. And I just sort of adjusted this, adjusted yeah. that. And I was like, boom, done. Nice. I was like, because I was like dreading. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to labor over this thing. And for what I said in the letter, like I wasn't even remotely going to say all those things. I was like, oh, this is so much <laughs> better. I was in a place then. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I do this, I do that, I do that. And like I was in it. Now I'm just like. Your young, optimistic yeah, yeah. cover letter where you're like, who was that guy? Was I that guy yeah. at any given time? I don't I'm remember like, that guy. Like, really? I was like, wow, I do I do all that. Really? Yeah. That's true. Um, so, yeah, it was a really optimistic letter, too. Uh, so I'm, I did that and just continued to, like, hit people up and, yeah. you know, try to see. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of all you, all you can do. Um, I was telling someone the other day that um, the way it works is, like, you won't get work for a while yeah. and then you'll get that one job and then like that week seven people will call you for yeah. jobs so guaranteed yeah exactly you go i know and you're sitting there it's like well i'm not gonna wait any longer i'll take it and then that was when the other ones start coming it's like well i don't want to be a dick and leave this one because that one's actually better but yeah i'll just stay but I'm, I'm here yeah so um so i know i'm excited about it i just want to um I just want to get like a uh, a test out and just start um, and start uh, getting stuff out there. I I'll keep everyone apprised. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm close. Like I I feel like using the program now. It's yeah. like you feel like oh, okay now I get it. Like yeah. I'm not as intimidated by it. It's like okay, and you start to see certain things that people do things a certain way. You're like oh well, why don't you just kind of do this i can do that and i can do that and you start to like where i wanted to be was at a place where i could um look at something and go okay i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna start modeling this yeah it's it's weird though because you start to look at everything differently Mm -hmm. and you start to look at items around the room you go oh what i can model that like i can i can do that like if i took a picture like that i can model that i can i can recreate this whole thing wow it's really amazing that's really cool. Yeah. And do you feel like now you get a little more done by the end of the day because you're getting faster? 
not faster, but like you're getting to understand the mechanics. You're like, oh wow, I, I can get a, I can actually spend an hour and get something concrete done, as opposed yeah. to, well, I know what the rest of my day is. <laughs> no, no, right. I mean, I think that some days are are, are are better than others as far as my uh, productivity, mm-hmm. um, and just sort of like it took it takes a while to sort of um, like I have a tutorial that I, I bought, but. Mm-hmm. It takes, a, but I also look at a bunch of others yeah. online. Um, it takes a while to weed through the good teachers. Yeah. Um, to weed through the bad ones for to get the good ones. You know, yeah. you know, you get the twelve-year-old kid who's yeah. just like, well, you do the whatever, and then hey, this is what I do, and like talking, not talking, not talking, just modeling, and you're yeah. like, what are you what doing? Are you yeah, doing. And then the comments are like, dude, you're too fast. I'm moving on to another tutorial. Yeah. Um, and, and you're not explaining anything. And yeah. then you get the one guy who explains literally everything. Every time he goes back, he explains, he explains, he explains. And he's like, for like a beginner. Yeah. It's like, this is what you need. It's like, that's what I'm doing. I'm pushing shift. Like 300 times in the whole thing, I'm doing shift. It's like, yeah, I know it's, you do that. But it's like, this is But this I know good. five videos yeah. from now, I'm going to be asking for you to yeah. do that. So I'll just put up with it exactly. now. And- yeah, and, and but but you see what he's doing, like doing a complicated thing. You go, okay, I get it. As opposed to, I'm just doing this, I'm doing this, and I can put two to, two together. Right. And so the guy who's not saying anything, I can go, okay, I know what he's doing. I know what that. I know what. That, okay, okay, okay. So it's I'm having fun in that regard. That's all and, that and learning. Yeah. Learning a skill that. You but know, that you can put on your cover letter. I've, there you go. Right, hold on, I gotta go revamp. That. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right. All right, well, this has been Post-Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Take it easy.